News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app. I am Mark Hesman. This is On the Mark. On the Mark is brought to you by Cutis Honda. They're your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Ask them about their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty, and they're doing your taxes right now. Bring in your W-2s to Cunis. They'll do your taxes, and then you can use part of that tax refund money. Go straight into a down payment on a new or used vehicle. Real exciting times. It is so cold. It is brutally cold. Uh, I think the uh, high right now in uh, Hannibal where I'm sitting at is like minus one with a wind chill of like feels like temperature of like minus 15, 16. It's brutal. Uh, I got my new truck from Cunis. Got that remote start. If you're not in a new vehicle right now, uh, you, trust me, when you you, you want to get in one, get that remote start, get those heated seats, uh, get over to Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. They can make it work. Good credit, bad credit, no credit. Uh, thanks for joining us on this frigid morning, wherever you may be listening. Uh, you can follow along with the show on Facebook Live if you care to watch. Uh, me in studio doing the show, and you can uh, listen on in, comment on in, search on the Mark KHMO on Facebook. You can uh, like me there, follow me there, uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. This is episode 73 of On the Mark, and uh, we're going to start, obviously, by recapping the Super Bowl. It's my first chance to talk to you on air. I, I did a little uh, Facebook Live recap of the Super Bowl on Monday, kind of instant thoughts. I'll dive more into those thoughts, uh, but really what we want to get started on with our Hespin headline number one is a way to spin the Super Bowl loss for the Kansas City Chiefs, so let's jump into it. Hespin's headlines on the mark. Hespin headline number one is the Chiefs' loss can be spun as a good thing for the Chiefs. Now, obviously, for all my Chiefs fans out there, and I'm here uh, in certainly what I would call the Chiefs' kingdom land, more Chiefs fans here in the Quincy Hannibal uh, region than any other football team. And it makes sense. Kansas City's closer than Chicago. They've been much better than Chicago for a while. And since the Rams left, a lot of people immediately ditched that any sort of loyalty to the Rams from the St. Louis area. Uh, but obviously you want to win the game. You lose the game 31-9, and it is an utter beatdown. Uh, you could maybe claim in the first half that the refs were – we're screwing us. We should have won. The refs, it was all the refs. Well, then the second half happens and the refs get out of the way. And all that happened in the second half was more of what happened in the first half, which was you're getting dominated at the line of scrimmage. Brady was near perfect, 21 of 29, 201 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, they dominated you running the ball. They dominated you passing the ball. And the story of the game is, yes, you were dominated at the line of scrimmage. The bigger story for Chiefs fans, uh, I think overall, is this is the first loss of Patrick Mahomes' career uh, by more than a a single score. And it's the first time that Patrick Mahomes couldn't lead the Chiefs to double-digit points. 
uh, which is also very telling. So how is this a good thing for the Chiefs? How, if I'm a Chiefs fan, can I sit here almost a week after the Super Bowl loss and try to spin it as a good thing for my Chiefs? Well, the way you spin this as a good thing for your Chiefs uh, is that, first and foremost, A, you were not at full health. We all know one of the main reasons the Chiefs got dominated at the line of scrimmage was because they were missing their two best offensive linemen. Now, you knew Mitchell Schwartz, he hadn't been healthy for a majority of the year. And you knew going into the Super Bowl you weren't going to have Mitchell Schwartz. But he also knew you weren't going to have Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher tears the Achilles, he's out, he's gone. That is obviously something you know going into the game. So you can spin it that way. Hey, we weren't in full health. They got us when we were down. And uh, we're returning everyone next year, right? We get uh, pretty much everyone back. That's a good feeling. You spin it as a good way in that way that you have, you're going to have a healthy Mahomes. He's getting his foot surgery. Uh, obviously, Fisher won't be ready to go at the start of the year. You hope Shorts will be. But you have money you can allocate and draft capital you can allocate to the offensive line. Uh, improve your defensive line as well because you got dominated your defensive line. Uh, Chris Jones played well, but you need a piece to go along with Chris Jones, right? You know, one of the reasons Leonard Floyd had a great year for the Rams was because Aaron Donald is so good, he takes up so much attention. Well, Chris Jones is so good, takes up so much attention. Get at other pieces. Find those other pieces. Obviously need to improve in your linebacking core as well, defensively. Uh, so you weren't at 100%. You also can spin it as this way. It's like, hey, this is the first time our Chiefs team got punched in the mouth. It's the first time that I've seen my Chiefs as a Chiefs fan with with Patrick Mahomes. Remember, 12-4 and in 2018 with that MVP year. You lose on what you can say by God that got screwed by the refs and some and some blown calls, the offside call and the overtime loss to the Patriots. Otherwise, you probably would have beat the Rams and won that Super Bowl in that 2018 year with Patrick Mahomes as a first-time starter. You then go 12-4, and four, have health issues with Mahomes, miss a couple games. Uh, you then dominate through the playoffs. You dominate the Texans. You dominate the Titans. Uh, you beat the Ravens' dominant fashion in that regular season. And you get yourself to a Super Bowl win in a win over the 49ers, who is a great defensive team, better defense than what you faced in Tampa Bay, and you win as long as you have some good health on the offensive line and your defense playing better. And then this year, dominant all year, 14-2. and two, The Raiders' loss seemed weird, wacky, out of sorts. Uh, you, you're not exactly running in all cylinders, blowing people out, but your cruise control, get to the one seed, dominant fashion, and you get punched in the mouth. So you have this opportunity to respond. And that can be a good thing for the Chiefs. I, I think when you're it's a Chiefs fan, here you are almost a week after the Super Bowl. You have to be realistic and you have to be mad that your team didn't adjust. You have you have every right to be frustrated and mad. I, I was frustrated and mad watching the game with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Eric Bieniemy. Your defense overall only giving up 21 points, even though Brady was near perfect in the first half. For a defense that was pretty average by NFL standards, you know, ranked middle of the road. We talked about that in the preview going into the game. 15th in the league, 16th in the league in most categories. For them to give up 21 points when Brady threw was, was just lights out late in the first and through the second quarter. 
That's pretty good. And then, then only hold New England. I mean, see, New England, I said it. Only hold Tampa to 10 points in the second half when your offense is not producing all. I, I thought overall your defense held in there pretty good. I do think, though, the frustration has to be with the offense. And you have every right to be frustrated. They, they did not make adjustments. You knew Eric Fisher wasn't going to be there. You knew Mitchell Schwartz wasn't going to be there. I get going into the game saying, hey, let's play our offense, see what happens. But where was the adjustment? Where was the plan B? All right, guys, we knew this was a possibility. Tampa's defensive line is phenomenal. And they are dominating us. Let's go into plan B. You knew there was a possibility of that. And they never, never, never went to plan B. It was still just Mahomes run for your life. Mahomes create. And for Mahomes, as a guy who has all the control, all of the say in the world that he'd want in that offense, where was Mahomes stepping up and saying, hey, you know, Andy, Eric, can I shift some protection? Can I keep a tight end? Can I keep a running back in? We're only given, uh, we're only going with our five guys and we're getting dominated. Where was Mahomes taking that leadership role in the offense saying, I'm going to make a call. I'm going to make an audible. No one did that from the, uh, Reed didn't do that. The enemy didn't do that. Mahomes didn't do that. Now, again, we're spinning this as a way to, as a good loss for the Chiefs. I think it, uh, humbles them. I think sometimes getting punched in the mouth like that can make the team respond. I think they're going to come back angry. They're going to come back motivated. And unlike a Super Bowl loss for, say, that Cam Cam Newton Panthers team where they got punched in the mouth, or a loss even last year for the 49ers, this Chiefs team already has a Super Bowl. They already have the pedigree and the ability to know they can win these big games. And... They have the best quarterback in the NFL. So when you have all of those things, getting humbled like this in a loss where you can point to things and figure out pretty quickly and pretty easily how we make adjustments, got to improve your offensive line depth. You got to have guys that you trust if a guy goes down. And you have got to work on getting Chris Jones a number two and improving your linebacking core to let Tyron Matthew continue to be his aggressive, cocky self, you're going to be in an okay spot. Obviously, you want to win Super Bowls. But you were dismantled at the line of scrimmage. The fixes are pretty obvious for where you go into the future for the Chiefs. And you already have the pedigree to rebuild on, to reestablish. You're still a free agent destination because of Mahomes. His contract still is not going to kill you until starting next year and to really be able to limit what you do. So you got to be smart this offseason. Got to draft well. Find offensive linemen. Find some. De- uh, find a number two to go with Chris Jones. A, a real consistent number two. And maybe it's a J.J. Watt. We'll talk about that later. And then improve the linebacking core as well. So for the Chiefs fans, there you go. Now, going into Hespin headline number two... I think the Chiefs' loss was great for the NFL. Hespin's headlines on the mark. So here's Hespin headline number two. The Chiefs losing was great for the NFL and great for Tom Brady. And they go hand in hand. They're one in the same. Let me explain. So first off, A, 
again, you look at what the Chiefs were the past couple years. You have Mahomes' first years as starter, 12 and 4, MVP. They were an offsides away from winning, going to the Super Bowl and most likely beating that Rams team in, in a, in a shootout fashion or a more entertaining game, at least than the kind of sad New England Rams Super Bowl and the offensive outpour that it was. Then they obviously last year, 12 and 4, Super Bowl champs, the incredible comeback wins. Mahomes was brilliant. This year, 14 and 2, cruising, 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 cruise control, turn it on, kind of like the, the Warriors, like we talked about all season. They just kind of turn it on, outpour of points, win a game. Then they get smacked in the mouth after the injuries. So it's good for the rest of the NFL to be sitting there. If you're a Buffalo and you got your, your you know what kicked by the Chiefs, if you're the Ravens and you haven't been able to get over the hump, if you are any of these other AFC teams that are on the up and up, a Chargers in, in their own division, a Raiders in their own division, a Miami, the Dolphins on the up and up, a Browns, a, the Steelers, you're trying to get it back, a New England trying to put the pieces and get back. If you're any of these other AFC teams, watching the Chiefs lose is encouraging because they are beatable. We saw them finally get beat. We saw them finally get shut down on offense, right? Now, is it easy to do? No. You need them to be injury riddled. (laughs) You need to have incredible defensive line uh, play from your squad. And you need your quarterback to play near perfect football with elite offensive weapons. So (laughs) there's a, the recipe to beat the Chiefs is still extraordinarily difficult. But you can build yourself up to that, right? You can say, hey, it's not impossible. We can go for it. We can be that team that can get maybe that great defensive line play and and go over the top. And, you know, for the Bills, for the Ravens, for the Browns, you see that you say, oh, okay, the Browns, what do they need? They got everything except that defensive line, extreme defensive talent. Go out there and get a J.J. Watt. Go out there and draft a stud defensive lineman to pair with Miles Garrett. If you're a Baltimore, you say, ooh, we got the defense, the defensive line to be disruptive. We need an Allen Robinson. We need an A.J. Green. We need to go steal a Chris Godwin and get those playmaker wide receivers to help Lamar Jackson score and go over the top. Yeah, so we're only a piece of two away. Same thing with Buffalo. A piece on defense. And then offensive line help. So you can build yourself up with this. I'm not saying they're going to beat the Chiefs, but having the Chiefs, if you're the rest of the NFL, seeing that the Chiefs can be beat, there is a kryptonite out there. It's not easy to get. Kryptonite is not easy to obtain, but you can take down Superman. You can take down the Chiefs. And conversely, watching Tom Brady beat the Chiefs, and watching Tom Brady get to ring number seven is great for the NFL. And I'll explain. You may think to yourself, no, 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 Mark, the NFL needs uh, Brady to be knocked off the pedestal. They, the NFL needs Brady's stats to be, to be obtainable. The NFL needs, uh, needs this storyline that Mahomes can pass Brady. They don't. They don't at all. The NBA thrives on the legacy and the goat that is Michael Jordan. The NFL now has their Michael Jordan. It's Tom Brady. 
Tom Brady is now the NFL's Michael Jordan. He is the unobtainable. He is the Babe Ruth. He is the legendary epic figure to where everyone will be able to say, if you're even in the conversation with Brady, that's a good thing. And he's not done yet. And that's also great for the NFL. The ratings for this Super Bowl blew every other Super Bowl out of the water, which are all the most watched things in the history of television, more than openings of Olympics and anything else. And this one blew it out by 30 million. Part of that's the Chiefs and how good the Chiefs are. But so much of that is the appeal of Brady in Tampa. Not Brady in New England that we've seen a million times, but this new shiny Brady in Tampa and what he's done. And the Brady in Tampa appeal will stay now and grow even larger. This epic figure of Tom Brady. I mean, you think about some of these stats and what he's now doing. And these are the things we talk about. MJ, six for six, right? That's the discussion with MJ. And you watch that documentary that we talked about all last summer during COVID when there was no sports. And the power of that, Brady is bringing that to the NFL. The NFL finally has this figurehead, this epic, larger than life, bigger than the game. That's Brady now to the NFL. The NFL finally has that, that Jordan is the NBA. I mean, listen to this. Belichick in his eight years without Tom Brady that he's been a head coach has one playoff when he's got one. Tom in his one year without Belichick has four playoff wins and a Super Bowl with the losing his franchise in NFL history. That's Michael Jordan. That's go. That's that is mythical things. Not only does he have that, but he has it at age 43, which has never been touched before. He has these legendary stats and these weird numbers that we keep seeing all of the past week. Brady is preventing other Hall of Famers, like like Michael prevented Hall of Famers, Barkley, and all these other guys from getting rings in their prime. Tom Brady's doing that. He prevented Kurt Warner, Hall of Famer. Russell Wilson, Hall of Famer. Patrick Mahomes, Hall of Famer, from going back-to-back. He was the dynasty shutdown guy with his own dynasties, just like Jordan was. Brady, in his 20s, in the decade he played football in his 20s, had one MVP, three Super Bowls, and one Super Bowl MVP. In his 30s, he had four Super Bowl appearances, the 16-0 and season, one NFL MVP, three uh, two rings, and two Super Bowl MVPs. In his 40s, he's got three Super Bowl appearances. He's got one Super Bowl. He's got one MVP. He's got two rings and two Super Bowl MVPs. It's staggering. These are epic fantastical stats that you put on this Mount Rushmore of insanity that we've only ever seen before in the NBA with Jordan. Watch an NBA game. I implore you. It's on. They're on every night. You will see teams 
like the Detroit Pistons, who hated Michael Jordan's guts, wearing jerseys with the Jordan brand logo. That's insane. That's mythical. That's epic beyond proportions of sports. That is a athlete that's transcended. Tom Brady is now doing that. Tom Brady's sitting there throwing Lombardi trophies across Tampa Bay on a $2 million boat to his drunk teammates. Tom Brady's got guys who are Hall of Famers, legends, and their stats are now puny in comparison. They're not even in the same ballpark. And even the guys who you could argue, well, talent-wise, like you can make the argument, well, I mean, talent-wise, Shaq was more dominant than Jordan. Kareem's stats more dominant. Maybe a better offensive player. You could argue LeBron is just a better all-around basketball player. Like you could make the argument that Mahomes is a better talent. Rodgers is maybe a better talent. But those arguments now are so puny and pathetic compared to the ridiculousness that is this overwhelming Mount Rushmore of statistics. And that's, I think, a good thing for the NFL. The NFL having a Michael Jordan, a guy that everyone can just say, well, that guy, you know, I'm on the TB12 method now. I preach, I drink the, at the altar, I drink the, you know, Holy water at the altar of Tom Brady, like NBA guys still to this day wear Jordans and rep Jordan brand and will always honor Jordan, even though they have a guy in their league right now who has every right to be compared 1A, 1B with Jordan. And they scoff at him and they still all bow to the altar of Jordan. That's great for the NBA, having the mythical features, uh, these figures, just like in baseball with Babe Ruth and, and Hank Aaron. And Willie Mays. And just like in hockey with Gretzky, the NFL now has that guy. We all love Jim Brown or Jerry Rice or Walter Payton. And even Joe Montana. Peyton Manning. All icons in their own way. And all very so much a, a mythical status for what they achieved. But Tom Brady makes them all seem small now in comparison. That, I think, is a good thing for the NFL. It's great talk. It's, it's it's fascinating. And you'll always now have that guy, that figurehead that players are chasing. And it's a good thing, I think, that Chiefs lost. They, they, there's a chink in the armor. There is a kryptonite that can be stopped. It's fascinating discussions. Uh, you're listening on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app on Facebook Live as well. Thanks for joining us there. Follow uh, on the mark KHMO on Facebook. You can join in on the Facebook Live. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespin. On the Mark brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai. When we come back, Daytona 500 tomorrow, I will tell you why NASCAR is something that should start to be embraced more. If you're not watching, get on the bandwagon. It's going to be a great season. I cannot wait. Talk about that coming on up. It's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO with the KHMO app. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. 
Hey, Mike, I usually run into your wife, Susan, here at the supermarket, not you. Susan had to find a part-time job. Ever since we retired, it's getting harder to make ends meet. I mean, look at these prices. I know. Have you heard about BenefitsCheckup.org? BenefitsCheckup.org? Yeah. BenefitsCheckup.org is a free website where people over 60 can see if they qualify for help to pay for food, medicine, even utilities. BenefitsCheckup.org has helped 7 million people get $30 billion in benefits. Are you sure it's not a scam? Listen, BenefitsCheckup.org is run by the nonprofit National Council on Aging. It helped me get $1,200 a year in benefits. See ya. I'm going home now to visit BenefitsCheckup.org. Wait, you can use it on your smartphone, too. And it looks like you've got the time with this line. Hmm... BenefitsCheckup.org helped me. Maybe it can help you. You're listening to Doug, Jen, and Victoria. I haven't worn a dress for a while. Maybe you ladies appreciate this little household tip. Pin a small safety pin to the seam of your slip, and you won't have any clingy skirt or dress. It's been a while since any of us have worn a slip, probably. A slip? What are we, 1965? (laughs) Where'd you get this email? People don't wear spanks now, Doug. We wear spanks. What's a spank? Spanks are like they suck everything in. They're like a modern day girdle. Okay. Surprise when you take them off. This is the DJ. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel neglected or unloved? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. KHMO and the free KHMO mobile app. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app also on Facebook. Live on the Mark KHMO on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. We are brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. They got that complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty. They'll do your taxes. Stop into Cunis. They're even bringing It's so cold. I mean, it is brutal. And wherever you're listening, I hope it's better than here in the tri-states. It is awful, awful this weekend. And uh, they're going to actually bring the cars into uh they're a giant, gorgeous shop, so you can look at the car, sit inside in the warm temperatures. You not be uh, standing out there uh, just in the lot, freezing your took us off. Uh, Cunis Country, they care about you. Faith, family, giving back. That's Cunis Country, two twenty one North Thirty Sixth Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark sent you. All right, so we move on from the NFL and the Super Bowl. Obviously, we're we're going to talk a lot of NFL through the offseason. You know me. This is it, it, you know the NFL is king. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more coming on up with JJ Watt. And uh, but you know I wanted to put a stamp on the Super Bowl. We, you know why talk stats and, and and try to figure it out? I think there's a bigger picture for the NFL and the Super Bowl. And the NFL, I think it would do right for them. Uh, to not make the Chiefs villains. It's not what I'm trying to say that the Chiefs are this villain. I said they're Superman. I still think the Chiefs are great for the NFL and, 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 and them winning and Mahomes being the fa- the future face of the league is so important. Uh, but spinning it in the way that, uh, you have to spin it to sell tickets, to market it, you know, you, you spin it as, hey, there's, there is kryptonite. It's available and build Tom Brady up, build the mythology of him just like the NBA builds up Jordan. I think it's both wins, uh, for, uh, the league in that way. All right. Let's move on. The Daytona 500. NASCAR is back tomorrow, 1.30 on Fox. Now, you'll remember back uh, in the summer months, uh, June, July, when the MLB, you know, COVID was 
moving across the country. You know, we did not have anything to combat it like we do now with the vaccine. We were just trying to wear our masks and social distance. Uh, and uh, baseball hadn't started yet. The NBA hadn't was was hadn't started their bubble yet. Uh, the NHL hadn't started their bubble yet. No football training camps. There was no March Madness. All this stuff. Everything was shut down except NASCAR was able to come back. And it made sense because you could quarantine the teams. They could all stay in their distance. Uh, the drivers distanced. You, they got rid of practice. They, they, they cut down on fans until the end of the season when they started letting fans in in certain places. And it was a great success. And then, and NASCAR really recaptured my love for NASCAR. Uh, that I had when I was a teenager and watching it and committing time to it and it being the night races and getting back into it. And I would implore anyone out there, if you think NASCAR is silly or stupid, listen, I, I understand it's not going to be for everyone. The NBA is not for everyone, but we are in, we are now in a, in a part of the sports calendar where NASCAR can be kind of your NFL backbone. Sunday afternoon, you want to sit down on the couch with the chips, with the salsa, you know, you know, making your buffalo chicken dip and, and watching like you normally watch your football with the wings. NASCAR fills that void. Basketball, the night games, hockey, the night games throughout the week. NASCAR sits in that, hey, I want three hours of electric television and to root for someone. If you don't have a team and you don't have a driver, now is a great time. I think that's what's so exciting about NASCAR right now. Now is such a great time to get on board and find a driver, find a team. The whole Penske team is fantastic. Keslowski in the number two. Uh, with, uh, you know, the, the Miller Light sponsor. So I love they got Keystone now. Uh, they, you know, they're all great drivers, a championship driver in his own right. They have Joey Logano, championship driver in his own right. The 22, uh, great car, great sponsors. And then Logano, excuse me, Blaney in the 12 with the Menards, the bright colors. All three great drivers, young championship pedigree with two of them winning championships. A, a Blaney, an up and coming star. Uh, Ford drivers as well. So if you're a Ford guy out there, get behind uh, the uh, the Penske team. You obviously now have the whole Hendrick Motorsports team is young and exciting. Alex Bowman takes over for Jimmy Johnson, the legend in the 48. He's on the pole tomorrow, so you can get behind him. William Byron, the young guy who took over for Jeff Gordon a couple years ago, uh, he is in the 24. Both of those guys made deep runs in the playoffs. So the 24, the 48 are back. These legendary numbers. He's sitting at the number two spot. Uh, so the front row tomorrow at the biggest race, Hendrick Motorsport is back. They're strong. Obviously, Stuart House Racing is still very strong. Kevin Harvick, he's now the real, uh, the, the, the veteran, the crafty, uh, older guy that it's still competing along with, you know, the Kyle Bushes, the popular Joe Gibbs driver, number 18, kind of the villain, if you will, of the sport. And then, of course, Chase Elliott, the young guy, son of a legend. He wins the championship last year. He's the uh, new face, new star of NASCAR. Uh, he's with Hendrick Motorsports in that iconic number nine car. They do a lot with the Kellogg's brand and, uh, 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 you know, great sponsorships as well. So there's a time for you to get involved with NASCAR is now. And then, of course, obviously, Michael Jordan enters NASCAR. And he comes up with the 23-11 racing. 
uh, partnership with Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin, I haven't talked about. Again, another veteran who's always in championship contention. Hasn't won one yet, but this is his race. Uh, the Daytona 500, that number 11, kind of the, uh, you know, the star for Toyota. And now Bubba Wallace going to be driving a Toyota as well as Toyota continues to make space in the NASCAR realm. You know, Bubba Wallace, the African-American driver, teaming up with Jordan. Such an exciting partnership and exciting uh, time. Getting that Jordan brand. Jordan, again, as we just talked about, so mythical. His reach in in across sports, but now having some foothold in NASCAR. And like I talked about, one of the reasons why NASCAR really drew me back in last year was their acceptance of what the the, polit- the the climate that we're in and wanting to be better, wanting to grow the sport. The sports that are thriving right now are the sports that are wanting to evolve and wanting to change. And NASCAR is showing that by banning the Confederate flag, by embracing uh, their African-American driver in the Bubba Wallace and the, and his uh, his wanting to be in uh, uh, – a figurehead for diversity in the sport and inclusion in the sport. I think it's great, and I think getting Jordan is a part of it as well. And and Bubba starting six. I mean, he's he, he, he raced well in the qualifiers and all this fun stuff. If you've been watching throughout the week leading up to it, the week leading up to Daytona 500 is like no other week in NASCAR. It really is their Super Bowl to start, but also. The playoff points, if you if you haven't gotten into the structure yet of the new playoff point system in NASCAR, every race is so important. They put an emphasis on winning. You win, you pretty much lock yourself. You're, you have a chance in the playoffs, in that top 16. You win multiple, that sets you up so well going into the playoffs. So winning is everything. Those And the stages, earning those playoff points everything's geared from day one, the start of the lap one, day one, Daytona 500, is geared towards the championship. wasn't always like that in NASCAR, and I think that's so important. And then, once you actually get into the playoffs, winning is everything. It's the only thing. And so it forces guys to be aggressive, make moves. Uh, NASCAR, it, it, it can be the backbone of sports for you in this calendar going forward. I'm excited of course, all you got to do is find a driver to root for, a team to root for, and you're going to fall in love with it because it's like anything else. If you have a rooting interest in March Madness, if you have a rooting interest in the NBA, in the NHL, in the NFL, as soon as you have a team that you want to see do well, you're hooked on the sport. So uh, now is a great time because so many young stars, crafty veterans, great sponsorships, new teams, you know I'm going to be rooting for that number 23 in Bubba Wallace. It might I, 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 I want to see him do well. See Michael Jordan dominate in NASCAR, I think would be awesome. Great uh, for the sport, for the branding, for the growth of the sport, the evolution of the sport. Uh, and so get on board Daytona 500 tomorrow, 1.30 on Fox. I'll be uh, I'll be definitely dedicating some time uh, in, in doing the show to preview the races, talk about the races. I'm going to be into it. I'll be tweeting about it tomorrow on Twitter. So follow me at Mark Hessman. Get involved. If you already have a driver, good luck to your driver this year. My guy, Kessowski, going for number two. Uh, I got a good feeling. I'm all in on you, Brad. Let's go. Don't fail me. I got some money on him, too. I put my money where my mouth is when it comes to uh, my sports involvement. And, and you know, we're in this weird kind of part of the sports calendar, and I'll jump into that as well coming on up. We'll also talk about J.J. Watt, a little bit of an NBA check-in to start wrapping up the show. You'll listen on the mark on News Talk 1070, KHMO, and the KHMO app. 
brought to you by Kunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedoms. And now they need our help as we all fight the coronavirus. At an unprecedented time in history, our most vulnerable veterans are isolated at hospitals. And during their greatest time of need, their family, hospital volunteers, and staff can have little or no contact with them. Being alone can be terrifying, but we all can help. Help Heal Veterans, with the support of citizens like you, creates, manufactures, and distributes therapeutic art and craft projects for our veterans and military at no charge to them. We invite you to join us in supporting an isolated or sick veteran and help them through this desperate time. To learn more, visit HealVets.org. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans, a not-for-profit organization that has been helping veterans for nearly 50 years. HealVets.org. Do you ever lose your balance or feel dizzy for no apparent reason? Do you hear ringing in your ears or have migraines? Well, you're not alone. One in five Americans will experience these symptoms, which could be signs you have a problem with your inner ear or vestibular system. Because these symptoms are invisible and hard to describe, they are often overlooked by doctors and dismissed by family and friends. We can help. Call the Vestibular Disorders Helpline at 800-837-8428. That's 800-837-8428. Or visit us online at liferebalanced.org Sponsored by the Vestibular Disorders Association Free Talk Live, the show where anyone can call about whatever they want. And we do mean anyone. He bought a radiation monitor on eBay for like $10. dollars you got to be kidding me. A Geiger counter? Yeah. Okay. Let's put some batteries in it and get it fired up. So we fired it up. We started walking You guys know how to spend an evening. Yeah, right? (laughs) Hang out with the Geiger counter. Weeknights 10 to 11 and weekend nights 8 to 11 on News Talk 1070 KHMO and KHMORadio.com. 20 seconds isn't much time, but it's enough to stop the spread of coronavirus by washing your hands. Just lather with soap and water, scrub for 20 seconds, rinse, dry, and repeat often. A message from the Illinois State Medical Society. Continues until 6 p.m. this evening. A wind chill warning begins at 6 p.m. this evening and continues until 6 p.m. Monday night. High temperatures reach up to 7 above today. Under cloudy skies, northerly winds, 8 to 15 miles per hour. Partly cloudy tonight, lows around 5 below. Right now, 1 above. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. They're doing your taxes this weekend, bringing those W-2s. They'll take whatever you get in that return, put it right down into a, a down payment for a vehicle. Drive off the lot today. It's freezing out. Get yourself into a brand-new vehicle. Uh, it's going to be reliable during the winter. It's got that heated seats, heated steering wheel. I got my remote start on my new truck from Cunis. I wouldn't survive without it. It's just brutal, brutal cold here. Uh, welcome on back. We appreciate you joining us. Also, you can watch on Facebook Live. Search on the Mark Kachmo on Facebook and involve the conversation there. All right. So, J.J. Watt, kind of shocking news uh, of the NFL yesterday. 
And we are getting into this now more where the NFL offseason is going to get going. Trades, we already had the Stafford uh, golf trade. There's going to be more. The NFL draft is uh, 75 days away, something like that's coming on up. But J.J. Watt getting released from the Texans. First off, A, let's just talk about J.J. Watt has a plethora of options. The man has made all the money in the world. He's not necessarily looking for money. If I was J.J. Watt, what would I be looking for? I don't necessarily need to be on a title contender. I think that's a little overstated. Defensive lineman, a guy like J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, they're so good. We will never judge them on Super Bowl wins. Do we judge Jim Brown on Super Bowl wins? Do we judge Walter Payton on Super Bowl wins? Do we judge Jerry Rice on Super Bowl wins? No, we judge dominant players at their position. Anthony Munoz, offensive lineman. Walter Jones. We don't judge them on Super Bowl victories. Quarterbacks get judged on Super Bowls. Fairly, unfairly, that's up for you to decide. We judge other great players, position players, on the greatness and the dominance in the time they play. So, J.J. Watt's in that category. He's an all-time great first ballot Hall of Famer. One of the best ever play. For J.J. Watt, I want to go somewhere where I can be competitive. My name will be talked about. I want to be somewhere where I can be in and around the playoffs every year, making the playoffs or in the playoff hunt. And I want to be somewhere that fits my brand, uh, that fits me and what I'm trying to do. J.J. Watt on the, on the Jaguars feels weird. J.J. Watt on the Cardinals feels weird. J.J. Watt on the Steelers, that feels right. Not only is his brothers there, but it's defense. Defensive-minded organization. J.J. Watt on the Packers, that feels right. Obviously, J.J. Watt growing up in Wisconsin, being part, going back to that kind of ethos of that. J.J. Watt on the Bears feels very right. Defense, defense, defense. In Chicago, his wife is in Chicago. You're going to be in and around the playoffs, opposite of Khalil Mack, part of a, a, a very good defensive unit. That's the kind of situation I'd be looking for if I'm J.J. Watt. Now, if you could also sign on to a contender that also fits your realm, like a 49ers, like a Tampa Bay, obviously they're building their legacy on defense, I wouldn't blame him at all. Maybe a Kansas City. I think J.J. Watt in Kansas City makes a lot of sense. J.J. Watt in Buffalo uh, because they're a title contender and they need him. But I, I think if I'm J.J. Watt, I look at a Kansas City. I look at a Rams. I look at a Chicago. I look at a, a, a Green Bay. I look at a Pittsburgh. I look at a San Francisco. Those are all places with already really smartly and great dominant established defensive lines and defensive personnel where you might be able to get more consistent one-on-one matchups. And if you're J.J. Watt, really? What are the last couple of years, the next three years of your career about? Can you tack on another 30 35, 40 sacks to your total and really put yourself in that upper echelon. You know, you're sitting at about 101 sacks right now. You're already a first ballot Hall of Famer. But if you can get into the 130s, 140s, that longevity, get 10 sacks a year over the next three years, that will really add on to your legacy after all the injuries. So how is that going to help? If you're opposite of Khalil Mack, if you're opposite uh, the, the Smith brothers, Zedaria Smith in, in, in uh, Green Bay, if you're opposite Bosa, in either of the L.A.'s, if you're opposite your brother in Pittsburgh, if you're opposite Chris Jones in Kansas City, Aaron Donald in L.A., 
that's going to help you get to those numbers. And I think that's in a little ways more important. And then maybe some playoff success, a Super Bowl run, that that would certainly be helpful. So J.J. Watt, good for him. I'm glad he got his release. Let's talk about the Texans now. The Texans are an absolute joke. They are officially the worst run franchise, not only in the NFL, but probably the in the entire major four major league sports. I guess maybe the Mets. Well, the Mets are putting some things together. But they're an absolute disgrace. Everything that this Jack Easterby is is a joke. Uh, you cannot tell me that they are not uh, an absolute clown show. You do not just release J.J. Watt and now hold Deshaun Watson hostage. You have got to trade Nick Casario. Stop listening to Jack Easterby. Do your own thing. Get a haul for Deshaun Watson. And for the love of God, try to put some new spin on what you're doing as an organization. Try. But Jack used to be, and everything else going on with the McNairs and the Texans is a joke. You don't let J.J. Watt go for nothing. I get it. They're trying to be like, we're good. We're a good organization. He was a good soldier. No, no, no. While you're doing what you're doing to Deshaun Watson, you don't get any credit for being good soldiers, good organization. There's plenty of teams, a Chicago, a Green Bay, uh, of teams that he wants to go to, J.J. Watt, that would have given you the conditional six-round pick. You could have got something back and maybe a little cap relief. J.J. would have been happy. You would have been happy. And you could have sold it better to your fans. You're a joke right now, Houston's. And Jack Easterby is the creepiest, weirdest guy in sports. Look up some videos of Jack Easterby preaching and doing his thing, and you'll be like, how that bleep is this guy running an NFL franchise. It's freaky. When we come back, give a little NBA check-in. Also kind of check-in, hey, now that the NFL's gone, what are some of the other major things I'm going to be keeping an eye on, you should keep an eye on uh, in the sports calendar. You listen on the market, News Talk 1070, KHMO on the KHMO, brought to you by Kunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. Finding great candidates. Founder of the Kindness Revolution. It's been said that the best measurement of someone's character is how they behave when no one is watching. I think another good definition might be how we behave when our children are watching. Our character not only is defined by how we behave when our children are watching, but that just may be the definition of their future character. You see, our children are stealing more with their ears and eyes than we can imagine. They watch, they observe, they listen. How do we treat each other? How do we treat their teachers? How do we treat our friends? How do we treat their friends? See, we're the role model for our children, and we just may be their future as far as how they behave relative to our behavior. So I'd like for you to ask yourself this. How would you feel if your children grew up to be just like you? That may be the real definition of character. To learn more about the Kindness Revolution, check us out at thekindnessrevolution.net. The coronavirus is threatening the world's poorest communities. Please send an urgent care package to ensure hygiene supplies, hand-washing stations, and drinkable water gets to people most in need. Visit carepackage.org to send a care package today. Get the government out of your life. Join us for Free Talk Live, weeknights 10 to 11 and weekend nights 8 to 11 on News Talk 1070 KHMO and KHMORadio.com. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Sorry, 
I was uh, I was pleading to the Facebook Live audience of why I want J.J. Watt in Chicago. I'll spare you all that. Uh, on the Market is brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. Tell them Mark Century they're doing your taxes all day today. Stop by. So, uh, obviously, no football, but we have a lot to look forward to. We talked about Daytona 500 tomorrow, NASCAR. We obviously have baseball coming on back. Looks like they're going to play a full season of baseball. Pitchers and catchers coming next soon. March Madness on the way. Golf, the majors. Hey, April, we can smell Augusta coming on up. And, of course, the Olympics. The Olympics should be going off this summer. So we have a lot to talk about, and we'll look forward to. Uh, but, obviously, the NBA is going to start uh, coming up with a lot of our discussion. When we look at the NBA right now, uh, if you're like me and you're kind of readjusting to what's going on in the world of the NBA to really get reacquainted with it, the Eastern Conference, the top of it, the three teams at the top, it's a battle. And they're all very good. And they all very much could represent the East. 76ers, the Bucks, and the Nets. Watching those three teams battle is going to be a lot of fun. Then there are some real solid teams in the East. Uh, the, the Celtics are just kind of in that, not yet in that top three, but separated from the rest. And then you got, you know, Pacers, Hornets, Raptors, Knicks, Heat, Bulls, Hawks, all battling for position in the East. Those are going to be fun teams to watch to see who can squeak in, who can make the playoffs. Uh, the Heat right now are one of those good teams that's just trying to founder, and they've won four straight. They got Jimmy back here now. I expect the Heat to start moving on up, and they're kind of in that Boston category to me, just on the outside, but could certainly make some noise in the playoffs. We see a lot we saw last year. The Wizards, the Pistons, kind of the and the the, the Cavs, kind of the dredge of the East, kind of what we expected. Not really, actually. I thought the w- Wizards would make a playoff run, but they're not gonna. Uh, in the West, Utah, the Lakers dominant right now. Clippers really coming into form. They've won six of their last four. Phoenix and Portland, uh, San Antonio shocking me, really putting up, uh, better cohesive basketball. Looks more like a Greg Popovich team this year. Denver, Golden State, Dallas all need to kind of get their horses going here. Um, really a little disappointed with New Orleans so far early in the season. Uh, everything else we kind of expected, Minnesota, Houston, Oklahoma City, not good. Sacramento, uh, Memphis going to be scrapping, scrapping. But uh, Utah and the L.A. teams, uh, that eliteness of the uh, of the West. And it really makes for a fascinating NBA picture here. As we start approaching, we're a third of the way through the NBA season, kind of six teams that all could separate themselves from the rest of the league LeBron, though, still the storyline. I think he's my MVP right now. We'll talk more about that next week. What LeBron is doing in year 18 is just scary, scary good. Uh, so we'll talk about all that. And then, of course, uh, recap the Daytona 500. I'm excited. You get excited. Lots to go on. We'll start getting more into NHL talk, NBA talk. And, of course, if there's anything you want my opinion on, reach out to me through Twitter, at Mark Hespin. Uh, follow me there. Get involved with the show on the uh, Facebook channel. We'll have some fun with it. Stay safe this weekend. Brutally cold. I'm going to be inside. Literally, I'm going home after the show. I will not leave my apartment until Monday morning when I have to go to work. It's awful out. I've already I already went to Sam's Club, got my shopping done. I'm ready. Got my chips and salsa. Got my frozen pizzas. I'm ready for the uh, for the Daytona 500. Got my Miller lattes. Hopefully. Everyone else has a safe, fun weekend. Again, follow me on Twitter. I'm going to be on Twitter gambling all weekend. Uh, you can get involved with the fun with that. 
and uh, and myself. Otherwise, enjoy it. I'll see you Monday morning on uh, Kick FM. Otherwise, back here next Saturday, 9.05 sharp. On the mark on Newstalk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Thank you so much for making us a part of your Saturday morning. And thanks to Kunis Honda Hyundai. Free.